Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, internets, to another episode of Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans, or something like that, something to that effect. Welcome, internets. Today we have some special guests in the house, but of course, it's your boy DJ Ben Amin and my man Chico Leo. What's up, everyone? Yeah, that was real. Well, yo, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to introduce our guests. I mean, I, you know, I, you got to say something more than that first than just what's up, everyone. You know, like I thought the Game of Thrones last night was the best episode of TV that's ever been on TV. Wow, that's a big talk. But best hour of TV ever. Okay, all right, we'll get to that. But let let's introduce our guests tonight in the studio. We have Jamie Rigetti. Hey. Hi, Jamie, and Tatiana King. What's going on? How you doing? Hi. Hi. Welcome everyone. to the show. Thank you. And tonight we have our guests on the show because we wanted to discuss some matters about gender and whatnot. We got a couple of comments on the website on the SoundCloud this week about people were wondering, should women even listen to our show because it's titled Fan Bros? Which we are, but, you know, we want to be much more inclusive than that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I had this conversation earlier. I took it like fan bros as in like Super Mario Brothers. Like, nice. I, I thought it was okay. You know, I thought it was fairly inclusive. I, I, I got the joke behind it. Um, what was the, what were you going to name it instead? I mean, to be, in, to be more inclusive. Well, to be more inclusive, like, you you know, maybe something gender neutral, but we couldn't come up, or we haven't yet come up with anything, although we've gotten some suggestions. We've gotten suggestions for gender, for a, a gender neutral title? I thought that's what you were reading uh, like what? about five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. We have gotten suggestions for what to call our female listeners, right, since right. we can't call them fan bros. Right, exactly. That That's the... the, the the nugget of the problem right there. Fan peeps? Fan peeps was one. Fan girls. Yeah. Fan girls. You know. Fem bros. Nah, nah, no. nah, 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 nah. <laughs> too, sound too close to fembot. Fan broads. Suggested mm. by our very own Combat Jack. Right. There's no. the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and fan bras. Also suggested by Combat right. Jack. And that goes back to uh, Kramer, who was trying to make a brazier for men on the uh, on Seinfeld, <laughs> and he called it the bro, oh, the man's ear, yeah, the man's ear, or the bro. Right. So yeah. we have fan bras. I'm gonna have a have a yeah. I don't uh, know. Talk with the uh, combat jack. That sounds that. yeah. I mean, where is it that they call people bra instead of instead of bro? It's like some ways. Oh, like, like bra. Yeah. Like, like like oh oh like tubular yeah, bra. Yeah, that stuff. Oh, bra. That's so yeah. cool. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, that might be limiting us to one locale. Well, if anyone has any ideas, they should definitely tweet us or send smoke signals or what What other way can people get in touch with us? They can hit us at the Gmail at fanbroshow at Gmail or right. at the Twitter account fanbroshow. But Jamie and Tatiana, do you have any suggestions for... Or did you feel like, you know, fan Any bros was something that was, you know... All-inclusive uh, enough. See, I right. thought fan bros meant like you guys. Right. That's, yes. what, that's yeah. what it was yeah. supposed to mean. I yeah. thought it represented who was yeah. actually right. on the show. So, right. Yeah. But then how can we... If we had a female co-host, right, how would right. we include her in it? Right. I mean, I mean, the first time, like, I, I thought about it briefly, and then I kind of just let it go, because I, I knew it wasn't like an intentional... You know, this is all about the bros, all about the men. I knew it wasn't an intentional male dominate type thing. It's just fan bros. Yeah. But that's maybe how, that's just me. No, no, <laughs> so. no. And, and, and that's definitely true. But that's how a lot of that sort of stuff starts is it's not intended to, right. to be, yeah, you right. know, 
Um, and, and, and there's been all these issues in, I guess, geekdom, should we call it that, you know, where yeah. like women cosplayers getting, mm. you know, harassed or fondled or just their a general weird internet backlash against like geek girls participating in geekdom. Like you're not really a geek. You're mm. just doing it because it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like sure. that kind of thing. Yeah. That's, that, does the name fan have to be in the title? Because then it's fangirl, really. That's what feels more comfortable. And yeah. that just, like, is Justin Bieber. No yeah, I don't, I, don't, right. I don't like the whole fangirl. Because I think of, like, just ridiculous people. I'm sorry. So, so, <laughs> so, so basically being a fan in general doesn't work for you? No, I'm just, like, to give you guys more, more I guess, choice. Like, well, our original name was um, Boom Bap Pow. Which was like, you know, the mm-hmm. hip hop boom bap mm-hmm. and then the mm-hmm. pow for the comic mm-hmm. books. But that took too much explaining. You thought- <laughs> yeah, because you explain it now. I'm just like. <sighs> Although I feel like there's yes. a visual element there. Depending on, you know, what the logo looked like, I feel like people could actually get, get that, that connection. But then they'd have to see the logo. But right. we felt like if you just said fan bros, people got it right away. I mean, I don't mind the fan thing because fan is short for fanatic. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I feel pretty fanatical about a lot of what's going on in TV <laughs> and in comics and movies. So. You know, that's why I'm here. But we um, still need a name for the women listeners right. of our show. And right. Nothing. We need all the ladies out there to, to yeah. chime right. in. Then. Maybe you should host like a contest or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. For a name the show and you get to right. get a t-shirt or something like that. I don't know. Mm, that's an idea. Maybe we'll have to think about that and, you know, see about including that on in the end. A contest to name the yeah. show, to rename the show. Yeah. Well, or not even necessarily the renaming the maybe show, you know, just but having something, you know, unless you know, maybe we're entering a gender new, gender neutral, you know, future, and it doesn't, you know, well, fan. you know, and then right. women can be fan bros, and you know, or maybe the word fan could be second, and then right. the first, the first part is. Well, bro, bro fans? Bro fans? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, some other word that encompasses everything you guys talk about. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's hard. What do we, you know, it's, I don't know. I want to stay away from nerd or mm. even geek, I feel. I mean, it, it says something, but geeks are people who bite the heads off chickens. I'm more comfortable. What? No, that's rock psycho. Stars. No, 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 the original, no, that's like, the original geek yeah. was like a sideshow. Uh, it was like a regular sideshow thing. That's where the geek comes from. Mm-hmm. It was like a crazy dude in a pen, like biting the heads off chickens. Oh. Never knew that. Yeah, yeah. I, bet, I bet if you Wikipedia that, it's someone out there, everyone out there should Wikipedia geek, but I'm pretty sure it, that that's where it comes from. And I'm I'm more comfortable with fanatic than Biting the heads off chickens, right? At yeah. least, at least raw ones. I would want them to be cooked before I bit the heads You're off. You're full you know? of so much knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> so oh, it, much gets, knowledge. it gets so interesting in here. Yeah. Um. So anyway, moving on. You said that last night's episode of Game of Thrones was the best hour of TV that I I think that I can remember watching live. And I got to say, I mean, there's a lot of people out there who are going to watch Game of Thrones like either on DVD or they're downloading it or whatever. But there's definitely something. Like watching that episode and knowing that there were however many millions of people out there who were watching it and then th- and thinking the same thing because I went online and people were definitely reacted positively to I it. I saw I saw a couple people say the same thing as you. And then I saw you say it, you couldn't sleep on online yeah, but that later, was, that and had, I was like, oh, that's because he just watched Game of Thrones. That's no, why he can't sleep. That had <laughs> nothing to do with it. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what I was thinking. I thought it was a great episode, but I didn't think it was the greatest hour of television that I've yeah, ever seen. I mean, that's why I have a single-minded thing. Like when the people at the Reed were talking about Willow, and they were talking about uh, Will and Jada Smith's uh, daughter, and I thought they were talking about Willow, the uh, George <laughs> Lucas movie. Oh, the movie. <laughs> But, um, well, a lot happened. You know, I mean, everything in the first three episodes had been leading up to this. I mean, we had major characters die. 
Yeah. You had Daenerys make her biggest power play on the yeah, show. It yeah, was really good. And going back to like our, we, we had an early conversation about. It. We were talking about our favorite character, and Combat Jack was the one who picked Daenerys. Oh, I've been picking. I picked Daenerys. Oh, she's I always mean, been she, yeah. You know, I think I picked Tyrion. You know, yeah, whatever. foolishly. Yeah. But um, well, he is dope. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Tyrion. But I think, I mean, I think he's, a, he's an awesome. I guy, did throw. You know? I threw Varys the Spider in there, and last night we learned he's keeping a sorcerer in a box with, with, with his mouth <laughs> sewn <laughs> shut. We basically found out he was. G. You're right, yeah. more than a so, G than he you know, appeared to be. So. But this was a, a big, I mean, even tying in with our thing, this was like a, a show and the books have taken a lot of heat for being like all the women are whores or, or queens. Like this episode, like women were doing stuff. Like Daenerys, uh, Marjorie Terrell was wrapping Joffrey all around her little finger. Um, I've never really felt though that the women on the show were. There's, there's always been this sense, like, because the world is so sexist that they're in. Like, you know, I mean, how many women have you seen on the show naked versus how many dudes on the show have you seen? You've seen naked? a lot of naked yeah, dudes. You've seen, too. actually seen a lot yeah. of I mean, I mean I guess <laughs> the show shows a lot of nudity, period. Yeah, no, it so. definitely does. Yeah. I'm telling you more what people were saying, and apparently it's the the whore thing has been really toned down. Like in the books, like after every battle, all the women get raped, and then there's, you know, like right. every conversation is with it. The Roz character was like it was created for the show, yeah. like representing the like dozens of Sort of nameless prostitutes uh, that are sort of, you know, okay. like Shay. Tyrion's girlfriend was just stolen out of another dude's tent by, <laughs> yeah. by Tyrion's thug, yeah. to, you know, <laughs> and then told, This is who you're going to fuck or now. Tonight, I yeah. mean, they've fallen in love, but it's similar with like Daenerys and Cal Drogo. Like, the women don't have a whole lot of choice right. in a lot of these, uh, you know, in any of the situations they find themselves in. So I, I just thought like a lot of shit happened. You know, the whole Night's Watch seems to have disintegrated. That dude Craster died. Dead crows. Yeah, the Lord the Lord Commander died. Daenerys, also, Daenerys, I mean, Daenerys made a major move. I mean, more than a major move. We also haven't been, we missed a week because we didn't have a show last week. Right. So also we had to go back to Mr. Lannister's getting his hand right. chopped yeah, off. Yeah, uh, I mean, Jamie. Yeah. That was sick. I mean, I saw it coming. I saw it coming. I did you see? I definitely did. I saw I it coming because the guy, the guy was toying. First of all, his captor is toying with him. He was yes. like, oh. And he had a big ass knife. Right. And he was just kind of, my thing is you're not going to pull out a machete and not right. use it. True. That's so. true. I, that is true. Well, I, w I was definitely shocked. And uh, uh, Jamie was. Yeah. Jamie was. <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing about this show. They'll kill anyone. They'll, they'll maim anyone. I mean, we're gonna see if he's if uh, you know Jamie's gonna end up like Merle from The Walking Dead and have a uh, <laughs> some sort of weapon now attached to his um, stump. I guess you would call. It. Now, and, and how outrageous was it? They were making him ride a horse with his like cut off hand his, hanging off, he, on they a, had his like around hand his hanging neck, off like a chain. Yeah, like, exactly. Like two chains. Man. It was so crazy. <laughs> I, I, mean, I kind of laughed. I, I, which I would you laugh. rather, like, have the hand rotting there or like? Throw it away and not be reminded that your hand was well. Not like you would forget, but yeah, still, I, 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 mean, I think your stump of your hand <laughs> having, is going to remind yeah, you. Yeah, having this thing rotting, this part of your body rotting, is you know got to be kind of demoralizing. Mm, just a bit, you know. But I, I think that was I the mean, that was the point, right? Okay, right. now I have a question about it because I'm still hella confused about this. Everyone right. seen the episode from mm -hmm. last night? You're not a Game of Thrones watcher, yeah. okay? <laughs> <that'll work. laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, well <laughs> since you're not a watcher, yeah. Um, was Dude going to bring Theon back to his chapters all the time? Yeah, so I think this so. is yeah, yeah, this is yeah. like some mind fuck they're doing. So he yeah. just kills they his were just people messing with him. for yeah, no reason. He I mean, yeah. I guess so. Uh, the thing, well, apparently all this stuff Theon doesn't appear in this book, 
and you know they pay these actors for you know to be in every season so uh. they've sort of created or added this stuff like it wasn't apparently wasn't in the book like I you know I haven't read the books but um I do read some of the non-spoilery mm-hmm. stuff online. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, this was just literally a a, a, to- a form of torture. Like they tortured his body and then then tortured his mind. But and his you're soul. going to kill five yeah. other guys to torture one dude. But you see how they are. I mean, human life is, in in Westeros yeah. is worth yeah. less than yeah. uh you know certainly than a a thing of Dornish wine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what Dornish wine is. That's what everyone's always asking about. <laughs> like, one of the reasons the Night Watch is all pissed at, at Craster is because he has all this Dornish wine. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. You yeah. won't share yeah. it with them. Yeah, you got all this ham and rum. You won't right. share it with them. Exactly. <laughs> that ended bad and for the, everyone, yeah, too. Well, those guys could have used some ham and rum. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just felt like, you know, I mean, I look, I really like the show, but I felt like everything was came full, you know, all all the great things about the show were great last night, yeah. and I just was, you know, like at the edge of my seat, and you know, somebody dies, and someone else dies. I mean, even in, in mm-hmm. like great shows, I, you you have more of a sense of what's coming. And in this, literally anything happened. There could be an earthquake on the show, and they could kill half the characters, right. and they'd be like, "Oh shit." I knew that Daenerys wasn't going to give up her dragon. No, oh, yeah. You, I knew that dragon knew, and you knew that, she yeah. was going to kill that dude. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't know how. And right. I, I have to say, I've rewatched that last scene at least four or five yeah. times. Oh, yeah. That was the most sickest, like, just coldest scene. She reminded me of, like, um, um, Breaking Bad Heisenberg. That, yeah. that was like a straight up now nah, Heisenberg. Bird move. Yeah, was. definitely. On, yeah. On a yeah. major, major level. And yeah. then also, they were able to, to solve the whole problem. Like, how does Daenerys have an army that's not slaves? Like, yep. she freed yeah. them. Them. They killed all the masters. Like it was definitely, and then she's marching off to be mm. queen of Westeros. Nice, well, you know, maybe one day. All righty, Daenerys is coming. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yo, that's a t-shirt. Actually, I was thinking after last night, like so much of my oh, t-shirt man. says Dracaris, which is her. You know, I saw a great thing on Instagram today where somebody had to start it from the bottom. <laughs> yes. <Right>. <laughs> 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 now my whole team's fucking here. Right. <laughs> She's ready though. That's, I, I mean, that, that's that got to be an omniscient. <laughs> that's crazy. All right. Well, moving on. Once again, I wanted to talk about the comics that I bought this week, and I have to say something because I've been dogging Age of Ultron you for the been. last three weeks. And once again, we missed a week, so two weeks have passed. And Age of Ultron, they release a comic every week, and. The latest issue actually made me interested in it. It um, In the storyline, for those who haven't caught up yet, Ultron has taken over the world, killed off most of the heroes. She-Hulk and Luke Cage are now dead. Pretty much most of the heroes are dead, and they've concocted a last-ditch plan to stop him. Some of the heroes have traveled to New York City, where his base is, to fight him, while Wolverine has drawn back into the past to kill Hank Pym. Right. So oh, forever creating. For, to stop him forever creating Ultron. And what I really found interesting about this issue was, I'm sorry to spoil it for people who haven't read, here's a huge spoiler. At the end of the issue, Wolverine does indeed kill Hank Pym. Like that, I just hadn't really seen that too often in comics. Right. Where, no, no. Usually they come up with it. some way that we can change the future, but not kill the hero. Yeah. Or they go back in the past and they're like, "Oh, I can't do it because right. you know it's blah 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 blah." But he actually, um, Invisible Woman is there with him, and she tries to stop Wolverine for a second. And the Wolverine is like, "Look, if we don't stop him, millions of people will die." And she's like, "Oh, I guess you're right." And Wolverine kills him. Does how does Hank Pym feel? Does he like, oh well, yeah, you should. Kill I mean, me Hank if Pym, millions no. of people are gonna die. I mean, at that he point, doesn't he doesn't know, know that Ultron right. is gonna end up. 
yeah, doing the, that, right? At this point, he hasn't even created a whole Tron. Right, house. but he has some guy in his face with claws All saying, same. I'm going to kill you because you're going to kill millions of people. Does he take that at face value? Or no, not he? at all. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe this guy yeah, from right. the future? <laughs> There's some short, hairy man right, shows exactly. up with claws. I got to kill yeah. you, man. Yeah, no, I wouldn't take it at face value either. No, he doesn't. He's like, you know, fuck that. You know, you can't kill me. I don't know what you're talking about. And in fact, he recognizes Invisible Woman when she comes in because he doesn't recognize Wolverine. Right, he right. never met him at this point. Well, he hadn't been created yet when Hank Pym was before pre, you know. Yeah, true. Yeah. So um, he he's like, you know, stop this dude from killing me. And then she doesn't stop him. Mm-hmm. Right. And the issue ends. Well, in the future, the heroes, their attack on New York has failed. Captain America's killed. A bunch of the, it looks like the whole team that is killed. And then Wolverine kills him, and the issue ends with Wolverine saying, okay, now we go back to the future and find out. We'll find out what happened. Yeah. We'll find out if it worked. Right. Find out if it worked or, or not. And is this the last issue? Oh, hell no. No. This oh. Is the, no. no, no. This is stretched out beyond belief because this is now the sixth issue. And I, my still major complaint about this book is that I feel like in the six issues, it could have been probably done in three at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. But Brian Michael Bendis is stretching it, stretching it out. And that actually could be Marvel ordered him to stretch it. I mean, you know, there's, you know. Right they, for trade. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, and I had a question for everyone on the show and for our listeners this week. The question of the week is I wanted to know what comic book made you realize that shit was real? Like, what comic book made you think that, okay, these things just aren't for kids or you, like, learned a lesson from it or just something where you're like, okay, this is that medium? Should I go first? I, oh, I don't know. You were ahead. looking at me. You want to, Jamie? You want to sure. start? Um, I think, so, you know, as a kid, you love the Ninja Turtles and, and Batman. Like, I love that cheesy show. So you hear there's comics and, and go and look. Um, the Ninja Turtles were kind of a shock for me, I think, because you see them as these little pizza eating kind of cornballs, and the comics the comic are book is totally nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was like my my kind of shock as a, as a younger kid, like <laughs> holy it. shit, you know what's going on here? But um, but Batman too, I think like Year One or even mm. the Killing Joke, where you kind of realize like this is really uh, dark and and you know, violent because there's violence in the TV show, but it's it's really cheesy. No, Year, even, year One is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you, you know, you, I, I guess I kind of realize like there's you see like poverty and crime and all those things that you didn't realize were in that realm because there were Josie and the Pussycats and Archie. And now there's like, whoa, you know, kicking ass. And so, yeah, I mean, I think those for me were the big ones. Um, I would I would actually have to say Batman, too, um, because, you know, of course, there's a million different iterations of Batman. And then, of course, you had things like when I was a kid, Batman Beyond coming out, where mm. even Batman Beyond was very serious. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to, what, come on to WB or whatever, and just seeing that after school, you're, you're running home to watch it, and then you really don't understand that there's a lot of complex stories and the complex human emotions going behind it, and it's not just a cartoon, per se. Definitely not. It, it's it's crazy. I mean, stuff like Batman is, Batman is just a dark character anyway. Mm. Um, and... I know for me, I grew up mostly not necessarily reading the comic books, but watching the shows, which are based off the comic books right. anyway. So I ha- I was getting the whole story anim- in an animated version. And um, it was really just crazy to think back now. Like, uh, now I'm older, I'm just like, yo, you were dealing with some really mm. huge psycholo- you know, psychological issues with these, these characters. I didn't watch Batman Beyond as much, but I thought Batman the Animated Series was like the best Batman yeah, in, that was in yeah, any absolutely. medium up until like the Heath Ledger. 
you know, yeah. the Dark Knight. They, yeah. And yeah. they actually knew that at DC Comics. Too. I believe they it. knew that their comics were not as good as the Batman animation. No way. The Batman comics they were putting out weren't as yeah. good. And then they put out a comic version of the Batman animated show, yep. and they said this is the best Batman we're putting out. I mean, I don't know how much they Bruce broadcast Tim, that, but yeah, Paul Dini yeah, and Bruce Tim, Tim wrote it. In, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I, you know, even um, just to add, even like the old school X Men um, um, cartoon. Yeah, like yeah. like when you know you get to the point where like Professor X and his relationship with Moira and all this other stuff going on, like it was kind of adult. Adult. Yeah. Like when I really think back of it, like a lot of these. The whole Scott Summers and 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 um, Jean Grey situation and and the whole love triangle and all With that Wolverine. stuff. Wolverine, right? Yeah. Like it, like when you're a kid, you're just like I don't, I don't know if you're a kid when you really process what's happening in front of you. Like this is some real life stuff that mm-hmm. actually, if you think about it, now it happens in real life. It happens for with adults. So that I think was cool though. And I think too yeah. the theme about X Men because I was a big fan of that the cartoon. Yeah. Um, but like what the X Men represented, this idea of being different and it being you know okay. Yeah. I think that too is a big deal because you kind of realize like oh this is this kind of ragtag team and and they're the others so to speak Mm -hmm. and yet you kind of realize like well but they're cool they're the good guys and so it really helped you develop that sense of like being inclusive yeah it was was very pronounced that they were different they Mm -hmm. were they were the outsiders and you know people were trying to enslave them people were trying to jail them whatever you want to say Mm -hmm. register them It, Mm -hmm. it, it was it was just very pronounced as a child and i feel like you don't really see that a lot nowadays and in, 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 in even in the new like Avengers cartoons and things like that they kind of make it all kind of corny and mm-hmm. like it's like a bunch of toys running around mm-hmm. I did I really do like like I always talk about I said that Young Justice was really good that yeah was Young Justice really, was actually good really yeah. good cartoon yeah but I back agree. to the question, Chico. I mean, for me, I think uh, this is where I'm going to show my age. I'm probably the old, I'm the oldest person here. I mean, it, it, it was the X Men without a doubt, and, it, and actually, X Men wasn't the first comic I read. Like I was reading Conan and GI Joe and sort of non superhero mm. stuff, and I got in, and even like, war, DC's World War II comics. But I got into the X Men and the just sophisticated storylines. I mean, to me, I was thinking like Professor X's relationship with Lilandra, the uh, yeah, the yeah. alien lady, yeah. and like the the love triangle, and like it all sort of came to a head with X Men One Thirty Seven, where Phoenix died for the first time, or no, I guess died for, for the, the second time because <laughs> she died actually as, early as when she became Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like where, unlike the Age of Ultron where Wolverine has to kill her <laughs> and he pulls back at the last minute and then she goes and kills herself. So, yeah. Like there are so many, con- you know, like Crisis was a big deal for me. Certainly that that whole Killing Joke mm. and, uh, and, and, and I think Killing Joke and uh, Year One came out right around the mm-hmm. same Pretty time. Pretty much same year. You know, and they came out like right after Dark Knight. Like yeah. all of that really affected me too. But my first initial, like, wow, this is like not Archie and and Veronica anymore. Was was X Men and that and really culminating with X Men One Thirty Seven, which where they fight on the moon. Yep. Um, no, see, I, I agree with you there because One Thirty Seven was big for me too because I was like, I already knew that Jean Grey was dead though. That was my right. only thing. It wasn't like where I read it, you know, it was like, oh shit, Jean Grey's dead. You know, I already knew she was dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. In like the one that got me was like um, Alpha Flight when they killed Guardian when John right. Byrne killed because yeah. that was one where I didn't know he was dead. You no. know, you know I'd been reading Alpha Flight after that. I didn't know that he was dead. I don't know. I was a dumb kid, I guess. No. I, you, know, <laughs> you weren't a dumb no, kid. You, were dumb. You, just, you just didn't know that. I they, mean, he wasn't in the, bring people back two years later or three years later. In I mean, comics. he wasn't in the issues after right. that, no, so I figured I, I should have known. But it was like when I got to the last page and he gets blown up. It was just one of the most like. 
a horrific movie. Yeah, I mean, even to this day, because he gets blown up in front of his wife. Yeah, he gets like mm. disintegrated, yeah. right? Like, and so I remember that. Like, and she's screaming his name. Or, and it, yeah, and yeah. it's and it's her. It's kind of her fault for walking in the room at that right, moment right, that right. he's like distracted, and mm. then he gets blown up. So it it became this big guilt trip for her. And so that was one of the ones. But also going back, I have to say, Killing Joke was also the yeah. because. Killing Joke, I didn't even like Batman before that. It was like, uh, whatever, you know, he's just a dude who has, throws batarangs. And I was used to, like, the old 60s mm, and 70s yeah, TV cheesy. show. And so I was like, this dude's whack. It's corny. <laughs> and then I don't know why I read Killing Joke. And it was like, I was definitely a kid. And so it was like, you know, one of those snapping moments in your head. Like, oh, shit. Like, Yeah, it's really sadistic, I think. Well, it's also, it's it's Alan Moore. And I want to say, I mean, like, for me, the culminating thing is Alan Moore's uh, From Hell. Like, to me, that might be the best, I mean, you know... I think uh, the Hughes brothers actually did an okay job. A lot of people trash that movie. We, I actually just rewatched it. Yeah, which it, is it, funny. It's I mean, it's nowhere near as good as a graphic novel. I've never read a graphic novel, but yeah, I like the movie. Yeah, they did a good job, you know, with, with with the movie, but also his Swamp Thing and obviously mm-hmm. Watchmen. Like these things are such. But I read those later, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why I picked the X Men. And I even bought Watchmen when it came out, and it was over my head when it when I was thirteen. I think that's the kind of thing I was going to bring up Alan Moore because I feel like, you know, you read. We were talking about the first time, but I think when I got older and read Watchmen and V for Vendetta, you know, yeah. as you read mm-hmm. things like nineteen eighty four, and you really are old enough to appreciate yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that changes the game too because you realize the power of comics, where it's not just for fun and it's it's not just a slight social message. You can really have this really powerful, like you know, kind of tool. And I think Watchmen really did change the game. I mean, it's on like, you know, Times 100 Greatest Novels. It's a big deal. Um, And I think that, and even, you know, V for Vendetta too is is another one where you really have this, um, you know, this this kind of, especially all the stuff that's kind of going on, not to get political here. No, absolutely. But everything that we're seeing, you know, where we're having internet laws being passed and, you know, you kind of... Got that hint from from those graphic novels and or those comics, I should say, and the, and they were just comics. You commit, you know, what I'm, yeah, so quote unquote, that's a big just deal. comics. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But like you were saying, also, and I know that now Alan Moore looks back at Killing Joke and he yeah. doesn't really, no. he doesn't no. like it. But he's grumpy. I mean, he doesn't yeah. like yeah. anything or anyone. I mean, I have to say, you got to yeah, take a is. lot of things he says with a little bit of a grain of salt. Like he's one of these people his who should let his work speak for him. Definitely. But I wanted to know what you were you were thinking. You had some thoughts on Killing Joke. Yeah, you know, I was thinking a lot about Killing Joke today, um, just in terms of Oracle and how we were kind of talking about, you know, we wanted to talk about feminism. And, um, and you know, the Killing Joke is great, but I think that one of the issues I took with it was that Barbara Gordon is just a plot device. And mm-hmm. so... And I and I feel like that that sometimes is troublesome because women tend to be plot devices. Well, in... it's not just that she's a plot device, but her crippling and possible mm-hmm. rape are a pl- are just a yeah. plot device. Yeah. Like they don't exist for any reason but to get D- Jim Gordon pissed and off to get Batman. Right. Yeah. To get absolutely. Batman. And that's those are sadistic things to happen. And it's and fair enough. You know what? That's the Joker. And and I think that makes him such a frightening villain. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. But, um, you know, without people, um, I forgot who it was, but uh, Yale resurrected it with her husband. She kind of was so horrified by the killing joke that she turned around and created Oracle, essentially, and made her 
Oracle. You know? I didn't know that. Wait, yeah, it was Kim Yale. I Kim believe. Yale, yeah. 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 She was John Ostrander's wife. Yes, and the and she, they were both pretty horrified by the Killing Joke, and right. wow. took Barbara Gordon, and you know, and Barbara Gordon's great, or Oracle is great because you know, here you have diversity. You have yeah. someone in a wheelchair who gets to be part of the DC universe, who gets to kind of help. But I kind of look at it as, you know, she never got her revenge, so to speak. And I know we like to think of the bad or the good guys not getting revenge, but Batman would be cracking skulls, if so, you know, if someone did something to him. So that have, have they never like there is yet you know, in twenty five years Oracle has never faced off against the Joker again. I, I don't yeah. know the entire history. No, no, I know, I kinda, but I think you I might be right because I, I don't think I, I don't didn't think it's see happening. It really. yep. So she doesn't get her revenge against Joker, and she essentially she's a genius she gets to do cool things they have birds of prey but she kind of is there to assist everyone and that is Mm -hmm. a little problematic to me because it's almost like that 1950s housewife of let me anticipate your needs let me serve what you need you know and it's you know it's just a little you know that that part kind of bothers me and somebody's made the argument that a lot of the men in in comics get to have horrific things happen and come back and are fine and definitely but that's yeah that's and, true. and she's in a wheelchair that's so you know it's that kind was, of yeah that was always the argument because like even when recently arsenal um red rock what is he red arrow or something red arsenal, arrow, yeah. yeah he lost his arm and immediately got a cybernetic arm mm-hmm. right right and yeah. yet she's been crippled for 25 years yeah. now well, one one of my biggest problems with comics is that nothing remains permanent. Like, if mm-hmm. they kill someone, you know they're going to bring them back. Like, I didn't know that when Jean Grey died. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, yeah. and I do think Oracle's maiming now, if it's political, I mean, it could be it sucks because it, it's a like it's the only thing from 25 years ago that... No, she's recovered now. Oh, see, uh, even there. So yeah. she's recovered. So is the, she, and the, the, she's not Batgirl? She's no, just she's Barbara Gordon? No, she's Batgirl. In the new DCU, yeah. she became mm-hmm. Batgirl yeah. again. Oh, mm-hmm. I, didn't even, I didn't even know that. And I don't know the explanation for it right. or how she's... I thought I saw something about her like going and getting experimental surgery or something. I mean, you know, there's always going to be some crazy yeah, kind of, of course. explanation. But, but yeah, she's back to being Batgirl now. So, yeah. and But then even Batgirl is a problematic character because she's almost... <laughs> I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, no. <laughs> Keep it going. Keep it going. But, you know, no. because she, I, I, you know, again, remembering the TV show, but even just that creation is kind of this, I want to be like you, Batman. Oh, yeah. yeah. The name, you know, the costume. And, and Batman is cool, but... but you know. See, I think Oracle is less problematic than Batgirl. Like, I understand yeah. what you're saying about her being sort of just the helper, but I do feel like they gave a great role to a, a woman in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and they actually gave her some fighting, stick fighting. Yeah, yeah, she did do. Where yeah. she can actually mm-hmm. get physical and do stuff. And um, I was a fan of Birds of Prey, and um, I, I thought that that was like a... One, you know, they always take these comics, they take these sort of second tier people and put them together. Mm. And like the Defenders is like the perfect, like terrible example of that. <laughs> but 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 I, I always thought Birds of Prey, they did a really good job. Like Gail Simone did this really, the writer did this really great job with those characters. Um, and I think it's, uh, there. I, I mean, in light of, since they do fix up everybody else and all the male characters, mm. I guess it's cool they did it with Barbara Gordon. But it does bother me that nothing is permanent, yeah. you know, in, in comics. It, it, it takes something away. You know, even the Sandman died and they put out more Sandman comics after. I mean, they put know? out more before Watchmen. But I think that's, if you want that, you need to read more independent comics. Right. Oh, no, no. Yeah. And I, I think that that's true. You're, because you're that's right. the only way that you're going to get more permanence. And that's like why I love like a comic like Invincible so much. Mm-hmm. Because it gives you the classic superhero story. Right. 
but when somebody dies in Invincible, they it, are dead. Yeah, you right, know, that is it. Right. And, it, you know, he keeps it moving and new characters introduced, whatever. People grow old. Somebody gets pregnant. Things happen. So Real life. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> all right. Um, trailers that came out this week. Did you all see the Superman? Yeah. 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 That, that my body is ready. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that, that was, I, I, I can't even, I'm stuttering. I'm like so amazing and all mm-hmm. like it, okay this is a superman origin film for like the 30th time but <laughs> still <laughs> still like this is this actually looks good i mean yeah. this looks incredible yeah and I, I i hated the last one i actually walked out after 45 yeah. minutes Did you walk I, out? I got my money back and i got a well i got a free ticket to another movie which <laughs> did you demand it i yeah i was really pissed and i hated it and i was like brian singer what are you doing and this new one that's the last time i'm going to say anything bad about the last superman movie because this new trailer is wow. so good yeah that's i mean literally i i mean there's nothing that hasn't been said that right. you know I isn't think there's a, a different mindset though where um you know, with the old Superman movies, it had to be a summer blockbuster. Right. And now yeah. it's, we want to tell a good story because Superman is a good story. Mm. Right. So I think you see that difference. I think that's why we were so blown away because it's focusing on the story and not so much right. let's have explosions. And the, and the big problem with the last Superman that, that you were so outraged over, yeah. um, Chico, was the fact that it almost centered solely around his emotions and like there was no real action being None. involved yeah. and then the like like for instance even when he his child his son whatever you want to call him <sighs> you know moved push the piano like you didn't even see it happen <laughs> right oh. right right he was just like i did it. When, it when his son becomes a murderer right so i, I mean it, it was just it was <laughs> it, superman's and, son and, and it, people people know superman because of his feats you know yeah. his his mm-hmm. extraordinary feats of strength and 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 all his non-human abilities. So when you have a movie where he's just like talking and talk about I love Lois mm. and and being a and, and, and absentee father, pretty much it's just like <laughs> what am I general. watching? So 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 that I, I think that was that was the biggest issue and why why people were so mad about that and why it was just a waste of time. And then now you finally have a, a trailer and and an upcoming movie, hopefully where you see stuff actually happening. Mm-hmm. You see the action. You see the, yes, in the origin story, but and but they're infusing emotion into it too, mm-hmm. um, but in a good way. They, they, they are actually moving the story along. It's not just kind of floundering a story about Lois and Superman or Lois and Clark. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's more. It's more encompassing. And you have Zod coming. It's going to be great. Uh, yeah, because I wasn't at all excited before this trailer. Like right. the first, the little teaser trailer they put out. Yeah, a the teaser trailer ago. didn't do nothing for me. Yeah, I was like, oh, this should be terrible. They're doing all the wrong route. And then I saw this, and I was just like, yeah. when um, Kevin Costner was like, "You are my son." I, right. I can't. Did you almost like, <laughs> yeah, break down I, I can't. Thug yeah, tears, yeah, thug yeah, tears. yeah, little thug tears. <laughs> you know, there, there's some sand in the room or something. Because right. yeah, that got me. And then the last second when Zod and Superman are punching and flying through the air. Yeah. It was like Dragon Ball Z, man. Yeah, it was serious. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was definitely impressed and hyped. Also, on um, the Thor trailer yeah. dropped today. Did y'all see that? I, I actually did. didn't see the Thor trailer. I meant to, I meant to after. Yeah, My friend uh, Tim Hotep was like, he hit me on Twitter and he was like, "Oh, this Thor trailer looks corny." It was okay. It was. It wasn't ex- nowhere near as exciting as Superman. No, but I thought it looked good. It was okay. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. Okay. It was okay. Let's bring it down a few notches. It wasn't bad at all. I, I just, I, but Thor was one of those movies that was good. But I, I think that everybody kind of was like, "Oh, it's so good." And the more I think about Thor, the more I realize like it was okay. Yeah, see, it was good. It wasn't, you know, Thor. When you really think about, it, it's kind of one of those mid-tier characters too, where yeah, a lot of people may know of him, but yeah. You know, 
I guess the main the mainstream people they all know Batman, Superman, mm-hmm. definitely Wonder Spider Man, Spider Man, yeah, right? Even Fantastic Four, right? Not like and then when you say stuff like you know Green Lantern or Thor or anything, like, they're kind of like some people would be uh, will really uh, to this day would be like who, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, that's part of the reason why there's people kind of like, eh, that doesn't look so good. That you know, they don't really understand where they're going with mm-hmm. the story. So I, I think for a quote unquote mid tier person to to try to stand on his own and 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 people to actually care about him, it takes a lot more effort. Well, and there's also it's not the typical superhero fair, like yeah. in the sense that it's more like these like Olympus, like Clash they're of the gods, Titans mm-hmm. stuff. Basically. They're gods, yeah. and it's that whole mythology. But if you like the Thor movies, or you definitely got to be watching the Vikings on the History Channel on Sunday <laughs> nights. That's all I'm going to say about that. that. It's 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 shocking how good it is. Yeah, yeah wow. I, I can't I can't my surprise you know. But you know they definitely talk about Thor and Ragnarok mm-hmm. and Odin mm. and you know all all the religion and God stuff. Okay. To, but they're not in it. I mean they just yeah. they're just referenced. I'm surprised more people aren't into Thor simply because it draws so much upon um, theology, uh, mythology, mythology, yeah, and, and theology too. But the mythology mm-hmm. and, and like you said, the whole the whole idea of Ragnarok and all that other stuff. Yeah. like that's that's huge. And even history, there's, yeah. there's like you said the Vikings element history mm-hmm. in it. So I would think if people realize that more, then you would have more engagement. With, and it does uh, add depth to the whole Avengers universe. Yeah. Like having all that stuff and they used obviously Loki. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Loki shows up in the trailer. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's a G. Right. He's yeah. a G. That, yes. that one part I was like, oh, Come on yes. now. Yeah. I like yeah, Loki that a lot. It. Yeah. He's, he's my, honestly, he's my favorite. On Tumblr, the dude who plays him seems to be like a every teen girl's fantasy for some reason. I don't know. Like, I see more Tumblrs devoted to Middleton, Middleton, whatever his name uh, is. Oh, yeah. Middle Hiddleston? Tom Hiddleston? Tom, yeah. H- Tom Hiddleston, yeah, or Middleton. Yeah. Sorry, sorry we're butchering your name, Tom. I yeah. never, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. He's, he's, you know, everybody likes British a bad guy. boy. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, everybody yeah, and, likes and a bad boy. Bad, and he's sure. Loki. Yeah. yeah. He's Loki, which is badass. So weird, but yeah. Yeah. But no, I thought the trailer was good, and I liked Thor. I liked the first movie. I didn't think it was like the best Marvel movie. It was good, but I liked how they brought in Thor and how they made the Asgardian stuff like they were like okay it's technology but it's technology that you humans don't understand right. it's not like that it's magic per yeah. se right. so I like that and the new Thor is the dark world which features uh, Curse he's a dark elf and the dark elves and I really like that story in the comics so yeah. Yeah. we'll see what happens but you know speaking of mythology and stuff I'm really kind of to get on the feminist tip again hey no problem um, you know I, I don't know why they don't try a Wonder Woman movie um, they well, did, but they've tried. They're not, they're tried. not, yeah. they're they, not going to I mean, do but, it right. But you look at things yeah. like Bat, you know, the reboot of Batman, and now this Superman reboot, and you could go in that kind of style, I think, successfully. They, definitely. But I you wonder could. if it's a they, money thing. They shot a pilot for a TV show right, with I remember Adrian that. Palicki, yes. the the blonde like chick from. Uh, uh, Friday Night Lights. It was just terrible casting. What? what? Wait, yeah. from the yeah. movie Friday Night no, Lights? No, from the TV show. Oh, I've never TV seen show. that. Okay. I mean, they dyed her hair black. Um, I've actually always thought the woman who's currently on Homeland and who was the uh, courtesan on um, um, Firefly, that she would make a perfect Wonder Woman, but she's only like five foot two, and Wonder no, Woman's definitely like no. a yeah. Amazon. She's an yeah. Amazon. I know. Um, well, I mean, that, well, Tom Cruise plays. Yeah, Tom yeah. Cruise plays everybody. But I, I do think with the with all of the Amazonian mythology, that's where I think Xena has taken yeah. Wonder Woman's yeah. thunder because Xena was the you know this fighting Amazon with all of in that Greek mythology mm-hmm. for however seven years. How yeah, long was, was Xena on TV? But Xena's been so but, long but ago. That's true. That. That's it has true. been a long time. 
been a while. Lucy Lawless been off that. No, that, that is true. <laughs> but there's a whole generation that I feel like associates Amazon yeah, with Xena. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, I right. mean, I, I'm not saying that it, it, they couldn't do it, right? I mean, I do agree with you mm-hmm. 100% that a Wonder Woman movie, especially being that we've had 10 Batman movies yeah. in the last 15 years. And Has like, there- there hasn't been a female-led Mm-mm. superhero movie. No, no, no. Since no. Supergirl, no. The, the Kick, Kick-Ass is like Electra? the closest thing with oh, Electra. Well, absolutely, uh, yeah. that, I, well, I, that didn't count yeah. in my yeah. book. I mean, I'm it, sorry, it, that didn't count. It didn't count in my, count my book. book either. But you know, it was yeah, there. Catwoman. I mean, if you're going to count, oh. that, so you know, oh. that's 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 the problem. Mm. The track. Right, right, I gotta kick. go home now. That's a kick in the stomach. That part of it is that people get too caught up with making Wonder Woman some sort of sex symbol. Oh, yeah. And and I think that's where the writing gets muddy, is that how do we make her feminine when she's kicking ass and and, and a warrior? I mean, she is. I agree with you. It's that and the fact that I I realize it now that a lot of writers, they sit there and they go, okay, how do I write this story about this woman? Or how do I write a story from the frame, frame the viewpoint of a woman? And it's just like, why don't you write the story from the viewpoint of a hero, of mm. a superhero? Yeah. Yeah. Like, take women out of the equation yeah. because in real life, if you think about it, these people are not women or men. They're metahumans, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, they're, yeah. they're, or they're gods, or they're, they're just, they're not like us. Yeah. Yes. So write the story from that perspective, and, you know, everything else will get thrown out the window, and like you said, you'll come out on the other end with a story. Yeah. And well, there's, there's also the issue, I think, outside of the comic world, I don't know. I mean, people, when they think of Wonder Woman, they specifically think of the 70s TV yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. Their, their first thing they think of is the spinning around yeah. and turning into Wonder Woman. They're not even thinking in terms of Amazon mm-hmm. Warrior. And no, no. Maybe they so, should. Maybe no, they I do think yeah. they should. I mean, they, they definitely, that the comic, certainly since George Perez rebooted it in the mid-'80s, has definitely focused on that. But... Um, I, I do think that your average person thinks of her as more of a cheesecake thing yeah. than... But, and also, but you got to think before... More like Charlie's Angels than like... Yeah. Oh, you're than, right, you're than right. like Definitely. Xena, but that's something that they could change. Well, but, they, I know recently, and I can't remember the artist, but someone reimagined her as more of a warrior, and she has more of um, It's kind of a mix between like a Grecian kind of costume. Pants covered up. Yeah, yeah, she, had, like, she has pants. like an Inca yeah. mask and stuff. Oh, yes. pretty badass. Oh, yeah. Hot. And Gail Simone did write Wonder Woman for a while, like within the last decade, who's the woman who wrote uh, Birds of Prey. Right, yeah. And she did a fantastic job on Birds of Prey. I don't, I didn't read I've read, her a, Wonder I've read Woman. a little of her Wonder Woman, but they, DC has had, even had a problem getting a Wonder Woman comic that has been yeah. worthwhile. Yeah. So it's more than just getting the movies off the ground. Like yeah, they can't true. even get a good true. Wonder Woman comic going for more than a year, it seems. Well, they have the rights to the character only if they publish their deal with William Moulton Marston, who's the creator or whatever. One yeah. They have to publish four issues a year. Ah. So that's why, like, in between when the original Wonder Woman was canceled and then the uh, the Perez one, there was, like, some kind of weird miniseries that came out. Yeah. Like, so there will always, because as long as DC publishes four issues of Wonder Woman a year, they have, they have the rights. rights. And they just make so much. They, they, they usually lose money on the comic. Mm. Oh, of course. But they make so much money but on the, the underoos yeah. and, yeah. The, you know, the mugs. And so it seems silly that they don't get a movie out. But they are saying that the Superman movie is probably going to lead into Justice League. Mm-hmm. So right. And you would right. see yeah. Wonder Woman there. And, and you it's know, a smart no-brainer, I feel like. Definitely. 
Can I just say one one more thing? One quick thing Go about ahead. William Alton Marston, who created Wonder Woman, is actually the guy. He was a psychologist yep. who invented the lie detector yep. that we still use today. Are and as sure? everyone yes. knows, when Wonder Woman puts her lasso around you, right. you got to tell the truth. Yeah, but yeah. there's also if you look at all the early Wonder Woman stuff, there was huge bondage, bondage, yeah. <laughs> bondage themes. Like so, like she'd be tied up yeah. or chained Every to time. something. And he was a big bondage proponent who wrote this huge treatise about binding the body, freeing the mind. Mm. And in the 1930s, <laughs> he lived with his wife and and their lover, like that he had to, he had lived with two what? women in a in a in an open romantic situation. Oh, this, yeah, this. And he lost everything because when he published that and his lifestyle came out, wow. nobody's ever made a movie yeah, about him. That's, yeah. See, yeah. I want to play like... him. I want to be William Morrison. <laughs> that sounds like movie. some Austin Maybe Powers this is the stuff. One. Yeah. Is no, like exactly. <laughs> Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I the William Moulton Marston movie could be even better than a Wonder yeah. Woman I, movie. I knew about, because I knew about the bondage, and yeah. I know that's been a big criticism of Wonder Woman's early issues because she's yeah. always tied up, but yet she's supposed to be, you know, the right. great goddess and yet she's always tied up well she does dude. get out of it a lot I mean usually yeah. it's a dude <laughs> yeah but, but why is some... she always tied up yeah, in yeah. the first place <laughs> and, and it's chained up like, they, yeah. like she's chained to a bomb mm. and the bomb's been dropped out of the plane or she's like <laughs> chained up to like 50 anchors under the <laughs> under the ocean you know like stuff like that it's always chained Aquaman yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah looking good one <laughs> <laughs> looking good <laughs> um. see are they gonna have Aquaman in the Justice League movie Oh. If they well, I, maybe we'll get to it. But if they do the injustice version of Aquaman, then it will work. Mm. Yeah, that would yeah. Because Aquaman as is. Well, I guess. I yeah. mean, uh, that's a perfect segue into the next topic right yeah. there. Injustice. Injustice. That game uh, is pretty cool. I, mm-hmm. I will. I will say this um, as a all-encompassing overview. I actually was more interested in playing the game specifically just to he- see the story. Mm-hmm. Like it's a fighting game, yes, and and people are buying it because you get to fight as each. DC character and go against each other but to me it ended up switching where it was like the fighting was more filler and it was just like Mm -hmm. I just want to get through these three fights so I can just see how the story progresses and that's what um, ended up being the motivation for me to just keep going and keep finishing and keep going Is the story any good? The story is awesome. Yeah, yeah no, actually. that's yeah, a the story is yeah. kick ass. Really? I mean, I'm saying what it's I get from her. That's a good. I mean, I would rather the story be good that you want to get story, through the fights. The story is kick ass. So yeah, the story is kick ass. I mean, and and it turns you know Superman. I I, I don't know. I, I don't want to give it away, but you know Superman is not. Um, well, they Boy they, Scout on this one. Yeah, they. No, yeah. But they He's said dark. if you read the basic stuff, I mean, yeah, he okay, bad. okay. So so yeah, it, it, you it, can it, give it away. Yeah. Oh, okay. We spoil everything on this show. It deals with and just like with every comic book, like it deals with multiple universes. Another reality, another realities, and you know, just the doubles. Like, like, like there's two Aquamans and two Batmans yeah. and two Supermans, and they're all fighting. They end up fighting against each other, mm-hmm. and maybe helping each other. And it just goes through that for the the game itself. You could play through maybe last eight hours. Maybe yeah, it was a quick quick like run through. Yeah, but um, you beat the game, and you know it, it, it's it's like I said, it was it was incredible. The story itself, the fighting, um. Was uh, was pretty cool. It, it was it's built right on top of the um. I, I realized it's built on top of the Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat yeah. Engine, yeah. engine. Yeah, yeah. You, you know the new one that just came out um uh, a few a few months ago. So it. It wasn't as exciting as I thought it would be. Like, it was cool to see some of the finishers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's a couple finishers that are awesome, yeah. and the others that you're just like, eh, that was, that was whack. I've seen the Batman run over with the Batmobile. Yeah, yeah. Ba- Batman's yeah. is good. Flash is good. He, like, runs around the entire world and then punches yeah. somebody in the face. Yeah. Like, his well, Joker's dope. pretty cool. Yeah. And Joker, you know, just, like, his fighting style was really yeah, fun, Joker. too. Yeah, Because yeah. he's a dirty fighter. And yeah. they have the little, um, like, in the Dark Knight where he stamps his boot and the little knife comes out. Uh, yeah. They have that in there, yeah, he has kind of 
nice. everywhere. Yeah. It's so nice. you know, there's there's definitely a, right. some fun stuff, right. but but the story was a lot better. Yeah, yeah. The fi- the fighting style, like you said, that's good that you mentioned. The fascist fighting style is, of course, relegated to each character. So if it's Joker, he's fighting dirty. Yeah. If, if it's Batman, he's using all his little gadgets yeah. and yeah. Te- little and, and and martial art techniques and things like that. So in in that way, they stay true to the characters. It's just that after a while, I stop I stop caring less about it. Yeah. And then also, then I when I started caring less about it, I started seeing holes in different things like every character being able to pick up this 30-ton <laughs> car. It's yeah, just like, yeah. how come Joker could pick up a 30-ton car yeah. and he has nothing to do with extra strength? You know I know what they mean? explained no certain things with like nano suits or something that they're Joker all wearing. Joker wasn't wearing no damn nano suit, okay? <laughs> Lex Luthor, like he had an exoskeleton, yes. yeah. so okay, makes sense. Batman, I don't know. You know, Superman, obviously, he could pick up anything, yeah. but like, why is Catwoman picking up like a 30-ton car and throwing it at somebody? And I realized, you know what? That's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah, All know. they care about is the fact that you can, right, you could fight, you could pick up anything in the background and, and yeah. toss it on the And day. you end up playing all the characters? Um, or, I mean, at least playing or fighting all the characters? When you when you play through the game, you end up, yes, you yeah. end up playing through all the characters anyway, and then you get like the costume or whatever yeah, at the yeah. end. And and then, it, so it's two things. It serves as a, it's a story mode, and then it's the, um, just the typical fighting where you can go back and, and forth. You, you can play online. You can play online, right. The computer well, the, or other the, people. Right. The games that you definitely stick with you and you want to replay are because of the story, mm. you know? So, I mean, that's a, that I mean that says something good. If it's an eight-hour game, but you want to replay it because it's got a good, you know, good story. Is each person's story different? It's that, all interwoven, kind it's of. It's all yeah. interwoven, yeah. so it, it doesn't, I mean, can, I don't even think it matters who you pick because it's all yeah. the same story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, okay. it, it certainly centers around Superman. Yeah, for sure. But everybody is kind of yeah. coming in. Even like Harley Quinn helps out Batman. So yeah. it's kind of like it all, but then there's alternate universes. So there's like a good Harley, a bad Harley. It's, you know, it's it's like that. So it's pretty interesting, though. There's been some controversy online, though, about Wonder Woman. <laughs> Always Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Once again, <laughs> we're back at Wonder together. Woman. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moves. I, you know, the minute that we started, you know, my boyfriend and I started playing it, I was just like, "What is going on on your chest?" Because it's just, <laughs> it's, it's unreal. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just not human. Because yeah. well, that's even... something they did with Catwoman for a long time in the comics. Yeah. Like her breasts were like bigger than Dolly Parton's. Oh, there was a huge yeah. controversy uh, last year. When this artist drew a cover to Catwoman Zero, I think it was, and her breast and ass were right. Yeah, she was contorsion in such right, a way, in that such a way that no human being could right. ever, you know, ever do, do yeah. that. Yeah, and I understand that you know like, all these illustrations they're really more representative of the ideal you know uh, look of how these illustrators like to see women or but like to see men, but it's also not. Yeah, realistic even for a cart for a superhero. It's just not realistic. And as she said, her boobs like they're floating in midair almost. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very strange. It just doesn't look. And she's very trim. You know, she's yeah. very petite. Tiny waist. Her, her, her yeah, the, the boobs typical. aren't really aesthetically pleasing. Right. Even for from from a woman's perspective, it was just yeah. weird. Just yeah. strange. It was a very like just weird. Yeah. <sighs> and then there's, I mean, I guess this is a little bit of a spoiler, but there is, you know, obviously there's two Wonder Womans. And so mm-hmm. there's one who is kind of like a little sex puppet for Superman. And she's wearing this skimpy little thing that is just, it, it's just unreal. And then she's got these like globes and <laughs> like her nipples are covered. <laughs> and you're just like, is this real? And she comes in, asks if he needs anything, which obviously she, she means sex. And then, and then, <laughs> and then, you know, somebody comes in and she just is like, oh, okay, let me go away. Meanwhile, she's like a fierce warrior, but you know, yeah. she's a sex pup, which again, I'm not really criticizing the game for that because it's, it's not really relevant, but I just kind of was like, really? Like, there was on. a um, 
I think it's Justice League Doom. It's one of the Justice League animated movies where they fight the alternate version, where they fight the Injustice League. Right, Injustice mm. Gang. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and the Wonder Woman on there is definitely oversexed. Legion of Doom. But she is, I liked it because she's commanding. Like, she comes over to this world, and in the middle of the fight, she's fighting Batman, and she's like, you're not the Batman. I know you're mm-hmm. some weak-ass version of yeah. Batman. Mm-hmm. And like, and that's fine. I Like, I never, this, especially with comics, I never shy away from the fact that the women use their sexuality. I mean, that's yeah. fine. It's, mm-hmm. it's just how you present present it and and how you balance that out as you say like are they still commanding or yeah. do they still have uh you know have uh, tactical abilities and all yeah. this other stuff because she's whipping batman's right. ass in that one that's fine and then the fact that she's a woman she wants to use her sexuality yeah. fine go for it it's just that it, it becomes a line when you that's all you do mm-hmm. and and you don't have any other redeeming value then that's when for at least for me that's when the issues start coming into play i think that's why catwoman kind of gets a pass because she yeah. does use her right. sexuality she yeah. has, all and the she that's her that's agency. a whole stick. like she's doing stuff for herself but, the, but it's her stick yeah. exactly right. yeah but it's also it's that she's doing she's doing the things for herself mm-hmm. like in the identity crisis like elongated man's wife gets raped and murdered just to just to hurt elongated man yep. and that's very different than like catwoman using her sexuality for her own you know to get a diamond yeah. or to rescue some children or you know, rescue some lions or whatever. Or to it be is. in the worst movie ever made. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you also you see sides of you know they've made different Selena Kyle's, but um, you know she's been a like a CEO and right. she's been a prostitute. Right. So right. She's you, like Barbie. She's been every, yeah, she's been <laughs> <laughs> you want to be a prostitute today? Yeah, no, they should have all the little sets with Catwoman. You could have your little street corner. You could have your, your CEO's office. But but I think but hey, even in the prostitute version, she was you know kicking ass and, and, and definitely taking care of yeah, in year one. So they've never yeah. made her you know a, a bimbo. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though she uses her sexuality, I appreciate that for sure. Mm-hmm. But you know what you were saying about the Injustice game? I also feel like that's what I was talking about. It's like people don't know the Wonder Woman warrior thing. Right. So that's why for a video game, they're going to go with this like sex pot. Like mm-hmm. even she wasn't even, I mean, she, on the show, she was badass. Right, like, yeah. show, but what yeah. people remember was that yeah. hot model playing her. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Not that the hot model was stop, you know, grabbing cars and stopping them from going away and throwing guys around. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, no. I, I I will say that in the game, um, Wonder Woman, they do touch on that, yeah. actually, that the fact that she's a warrior. I mean, in fact, her army comes yeah, to play. Yeah, she does have an army. Toward yeah. the, mm. Towards the end of the story, her yeah. army comes to play. So, and, you know, there's even the set, um, one of the locations where you fight, where you fight on, you know, you fight where, where they're at and you see all the temples mm-hmm. and, and their ships. They and, bring like, in the mythology. Yeah. So they bring in the mythology to a degree. Yeah. And know? it's a fighting game, so she's kicking ass right. for sure. You know, and, and, you know, they have the costume, the Grecian costume yeah. you mentioned, yep. and then her traditional costume. But and, there's, but, you know, there's questionable stuff still yeah. because because then yeah. she's kind of looks weird. So, well, I feel like video games are like sports in that the whole culture like is like just twenty years behind everybody else. Like you know the way when guys are calling a game, like they'll make a joke and you'll be like, "Did he just say that?" I feel that way about video games too. Like mm-hmm. there's a stunted, like it's not that people aren't smart and it's not that people are malicious, but sometimes just some of the things that you know, that gets into games is just, like, wouldn't make it into a, into a mainstream comic. It wouldn't make no. it onto a TV show. It would, you know, like, someone would cross that out, you know? Well, I mean, I know we want to talk about Bioshock, but to bring up Power Girl, though, yeah. because, mm. you know, you still, there's still, like, I feel like it's still there a little in comics, though. Yeah, it's true. We didn't get to talk about this earlier, but, yeah, this week uh, in the comics and D.C., Power Girl went back to her old uniform, mm-hmm. which is basically a white suit with a boob window. 
Right. And like the the funniest and saddest thing about this is I didn't notice until like a few years ago. I've seen like I read this article where they they had the different explanations in comics why she has this boob oh, window. I, on what was the explanation Alliance? this time? Yeah. This was the best article. No. Okay. Th- <laughs> what was the explanation this time? This time was this. this time was that it was she's in a um. She need to breathe ventilation. <laughs> she's in a Kryptonian something because like she's her, like the Earth Two Supergirl. Yeah. She's had she's had she so, originally yeah was. she's had so many different origins for those who don't know who Power Girl is she's had so many different origins and now she's back to being an alternate universe version of Supergirl, Supergirl. so she's in a Kryptonian thing with Supergirl and this Kryptonian place recognizes them both and starts attacking them but her clothes had already gotten ripped up well actually before it starts attacking them her clothes had gotten ripped on a previous fight and so the Kryptonian thing's like, oh, you're a Kryptonian. Here's a new Kryptonian suit. So that's Kryptonian that, with style a, with of dress. Window? With the boom window. With the boom window. That just happens to be their designer. You and know? The, okay. no, but like this Comics Alliance um, article from a year or so ago, they had all the explanations. And the worst and the saddest one was mm-hmm. that one writer one time wrote that basically she was too stupid to think of something. Like she she was explaining to another hero and they were like, why do you have this boob window? And she's like, well, for a long time, I didn't know what my symbol would be. So I just left it open until I right. got a symbol. And, and I she never got a symbol. Of... She's right. crying, by the way. Yeah, this she's... is her teary yeah. you know, confession. <laughs> <laughs> when, when was that? It, it, it wasn't that long ago. That's the worst yeah. part. Was it in the recent series, like the Jimmy Palmiotti, Amanda Connor one? No, because I, I heard that's that. really that's good. That's really good. No, I heard yeah. no, it's before that. It's definitely from before that because I heard that that was really good. That one is good. You well, know. no, this was from before that, and it—I mean, I that, never read the series. That explanation makes her sound like a dumbass. Right. That was the—that yeah. like, I mean, total yeah. unadulterated dumbass. dumbass. I mean, it's beyond dumbass. Like, like, like Jamie said, she is crying through this explanation. She's it's, crying. This really cheesy. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Soap I have to show moment. my boobs. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I just, just I can't. I, I can't think of a symbol. <laughs> so I'll just show I off my tennis. I left it until I could feel it. <laughs> okay, chick. I'll have you later. Um, on a slightly better note with female characters, I wanted to talk about Bioshock because I finished the game this week and You liked it? I thought it was one of the fucking best games I've ever played. Yeah. It's definitely it's definitely in my top five games of the year already. Maybe number one. I don't know what else will come out this year, but yeah, it was incredible. Last of Us. That's the big Yeah, one. I'm definitely Last looking forward us. to Last of Us. But yeah, Bioshock was incredible. Jamie and Tatiana y'all both finished yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, what did y'all think? Um I, I that story, well, Bioshock stories are really good anyway, mm. but yep. that story kind of blew my mind. I was just sitting there like, oh, so then that means, you know, this girl isn't the real one, and yeah. this is Comstock, and this, like, yeah. like I, I was going nuts, like, yeah. thinking of alternate There's a There's a huge explanation I you found online. You have to finish which, sending yeah. me the <laughs> part <laughs> send two. It is, I've seen parts. that. It's, it's a, been on Reddit and everything, yeah, and maybe yeah. you can throw it on, like, the Twitter account so yeah, that definitely. people can check it, but yeah. it's a really good, like, explanation, because I think time travel gets muddy. I'm a really big Doctor who fan and so you know when you watch doctor who you know like okay this is going to somehow explain itself but it's definitely not going to make sense and i think there are parts to to the storyline that are kind of muddy but still work overall i didn't yeah like um playing it i I stopped and you know i I tried to watch as many of the movies and the side notes Mm -hmm. and everything i could find i i I didn't get to decipher a couple of clues because i'd find a clue and then i couldn't find where to go back to read the the damn thing and then i move and then the game moves that was the one thing I didn't like about it. Is it moves kind of linearly. Like it, it definitely it keeps, to push you yeah. yeah, it definitely yeah. keeps moving yeah. you forward. But the story is so incredible. And when I got to the end, I mean, it just there's a lot of twists at the very end of the game where I was really just not expecting that. Like mm-hmm. I didn't expect what happened to Comstock to happen yeah. to Comstock. I didn't expect 
I, I mean, I, I had no clue about this, the biggest reveal at the end of the game. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, it's how, many, how long has it been out now? A month? A month. About, about, yeah, about a month. I yeah. guess we can spoil yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Well, you know. I'm not going to say it. But, but let's say <laughs> huge spoilers. Yeah, yeah, huge, so that yeah. Skip so, ahead or, yeah. Yeah, huge spoilers ahead for anyone who hasn't finished the game. The hero of the game is... Um, Booker DeWitt. Booker, Booker DeWitt. DeWitt. And he's, throughout the game, we talked about this a couple episodes, is trying to save this girl Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Uh-huh. And at the end of the game, it's revealed that Booker DeWitt is also the villain Com- of the Comstock. game, Lord Comstock, who you've been battling through the whole game. And he's actually your alternate reality, reality version yourself, of you. Yeah. And... Elizabeth is actually your daughter. Yeah, that yeah, that he gave away. That yeah. he yeah, that he gave, gave away, away to, to, him, to himself <laughs> to raise his Comstock's yeah. daughter. Yeah. So it and then if all right, now this is I didn't get to finish reading the big explanation yeah, yeah. and I was slightly confused at the end. So it ends with Elizabeth killing Booker DeWitt. Yeah, she she drowned him. Yeah, she, yeah. Uh, because remember, he was going through that that last sequence when he was like, you know, I gotta go kill Comstock. That's the only way to make this mm-hmm. make Which them close the loop, basically. Yeah. yeah. So you know, he and she's like, "Are you sure?" And remember, at that point, she was basically omnipotent, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to go down that road?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, let's do it." And she knew that it really ended up her having to kill him. I, I think at least for that's how I. Well, when she brings him game. through the lighthouses, it kind of shows him like there you're constantly creating realities. Right. Yep. So to go and kill Comstock, it just it's another loop. It's another right. reality, and the only way to end it, which is funny because it almost ties into the Wolverine thing, is to, for him to end it at the baptism, kill yourself, and then none of that happens. Yep. There's no right. baby to give away. There's no Comstock. So it, it was really. I thought it was brilliant. It was. It was. Um. I, you know. I, the only thing that I was like maybe concerned about, like at the end when all the different Elizabeths started disappearing, there's still one left. Yes. So what does that? Was there one left? Yeah. There was in, one in left. the baptism. Yes. yes. And the before... bat- as it was rising up, how all the all the multiples disappear, Here, and then it goes to black. It, it, there's one left. Before uh-huh. it goes to well, that's black. not that good for the sequel. So right. Uh, true. But I also wondered, yeah. okay, what does that mean? I mean, does that mean now she? kind of removed herself from that storyline and is now a god like i i didn't yeah. understand like that's the only thing that i'm now concerned about like or okay what she, happens now is she some sort of voice in his head that tells him to drown himself because he's done so many bad things yeah you know there's you could go with so many explanations um because it's that that's time you know when yeah. you when yeah. you die, it gets so confusing so she could be so many things but that's cool no, I thought, like I said, I thought the game was excellent. I thought the story was just one of the best ever. I really love. I didn't. I I didn't love Booker Dewitt as much as I grew to love Elizabeth. Though mm-hmm. I didn't oh, yeah. like Booker that much. Yeah, but I, thought, I don't. I don't think you're really supposed to. Yeah, I think he's supposed not, to be I a think blank totally slate. Connect with him. Yeah, like I would connect with. Other I don't characters. think you're supposed to connect with Booker as much. Yeah. So right. because for one, he's kind of a bastard in many yeah. ways and then you know you i think they wanted you to connect more with elizabeth yeah, yeah i was always like where elizabeth at man yeah but like that's what i really love she becomes more than just a guns and ammo yeah. repository yeah. you know it's more like you're really and even though she can't be shot at anything in the game you're really like concerned with her fate and whatnot and that was like my one issue with the game is at a certain point in it, she dons a corset. Yes, and yeah. whatnot. I wanted to bring this up. She just comes into this like, like her original clothing gets damaged, and then so she's like, "Oh, this is all I could find." That's mm. her explanation for suddenly wearing this like really sexy, slutty, busty right. ear. Yeah. I got it from thing. Krypton. Yeah, <laughs> and, and she's like supposed to be 15, 14, 16. Yeah, she's like she's she's supposed to be like sixteen. So I kept 16. asking over like she might she be a little older. Older because you know. she definitely passed her puberty, so she's yeah. probably like sixteen, yeah, maybe seventeen at oldest. But it's 
Well, I read online that um, the makers of the game apparently had thrown out like a trailer or some sort of thing prior to the game being released that showed her like that. And they felt that they had to keep it in the game because they had released her looking uh, like that. Okay, uh, which she, is kind of yeah. a cop out because yeah, you exactly. could change whatever the hell. I mean, you want. yeah, and did yeah. You they re- put they put a helicopter crash in like every trailer that's never in. The movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah they could definitely. You could change it. Well, if I don't know if anybody played Dead Island, but if you saw the trailer for it, which was amazing, yeah, amazing, amazing, that's amazing not in the trailer, game at all. Right? No. So, so this connection isn't right. necessary. I mean, Absolutely. Even the scene that's in the commercial. For um, Bioshock, oh, the, oh when swinging. she's being hanging. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's, that's not, not in the game. Yeah, because I kept yeah. waiting for that, and then I, yeah. like at a point, yeah, I'm like, too. the city's burning now. There's right, no right, way right, to right, yeah. it's Like this is not gonna, this is <laughs> never gonna pop up now. So yeah, no, that yeah. was it's a cop out, and and why even draw her that way in the first place? Yeah. Uh, realistically, ladies, nobody can run in a corset. Just saying, it's like, not gonna happen. <laughs> you can barely breathe in one. So uh, you know, functionality fail. Um, I don't know. You know, I what if that, they just that said, was an issue. What if they just said it was an outfit choice? Because she did have like what ten different outfits, if you will. So what if they were like, eh, it was just something we thought of. Yeah, we couldn't yeah. Do anything else. It just seems well. It'd be one thing if they just had that as an outfit choice, but there's another if they, you know, if there's a whole sequence, especially where she's if she's wearing oh, when a she sexy corset yeah. with, with her father. Uh, yeah, and then there's know. and there's a scene where you have to tie her corset up, like oh, you yeah. push oh, a button right. to tie yeah. the corset up. Wow. I remember that. Yeah. I probably blocked that out. Like, yeah, oh, this it was, is stupid. It was really weird. That's bizarre. Yeah, That's yeah, like it was, well, it's weird now because you didn't know you was. That was yeah, because no, I, even dad. then it was weird because to me because she was young. You know, but if you were 16 when you played it, you wouldn't necessarily think. It was weird. Oh, true. I can see people. I mean, I don't know, but most people, the game is not for people who is yeah. it a mature. It's game? a mature game. Yeah. yeah. So, oh. so technically, you have to have to be an adult. Well, and I, but that doesn't stop it. You know, I also no, think I know, I know. most people know. would expect <laughs> there to be some sort of love love connection going on that they were eventually going to hook up because a lot of games do that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if you're going to tie her corset, you probably wouldn't expect her to be your daughter. So yeah. I, I, you know, good blind, I guess. I don't know. It yeah, that that might be it too. Yeah. So I mean, but I still the corset's problematic. <laughs> yeah, it was a little problematic, but it didn't take me away. Like I really have to say that yeah. still Bioshock was one of the best games. I loved it. I didn't I played a little of the original. I didn't really play it that much, but I love the shout out at the end and like the whole Oh yeah, because you go into Rapture for a little yeah, bit. And yeah, the, and he's like underwater mm-hmm. city, this yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. And then we're out of there. You know, that was like <laughs> that, was, I, I, that was so great to me. Like that was like yeah. the greatest little kick to themselves. Yeah, yeah, I like the incorporation of um the old colonial views and then you know, oh, the stylization was amazing. Yeah, you yeah, bring the, amazing. I mean, everything I've seen from it is it could be the best looking game An- ever. Yeah. Another thing that the soundtrack and I looked yeah. after I finished yesterday, I immediately googled and I found out that I'm I'm really mad about this. And they, I saw a complaint already that they didn't release the soundtrack that has like all the versions of the old time songs. Oh, because they were oh. they were cool. Like, there's a lot of like because that that was just, I didn't get that either. But that was just, I didn't get that when I was playing it. Mm. I kind of saw it a little bit, but I didn't get that till I was reading the article you sent me. But but one of the people, because he can open these portals tears, to the world, yeah. these mm-hmm. tears, he hears music from the future. Mm-hmm. So then he starts writing it down oh, wow. and yeah. playing it. So throughout the game, like the first one that blew my mind is when you first get to Columbia, this um, floating ship rolls up and there's a doo-wop group and they're singing mm-hmm. God Only yeah, Knows. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. And I'm telling you, Chico, I stopped for a second. Right. I stopped the game. I put the controller down and just sat <laughs> there and watched him singing yeah, God Only yeah. Knows. And I was like, this is the fucking yeah. greatest game I've ever played. Yeah, yeah I got I to play There's yeah. girls yeah, just want to have fun. Yeah. Um, wow. There's yeah. a crazy version of uh, Tainted Love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, sound, the soundtrack really cool. was 
cool. And I, I for me, the, the score was even no. The better. score yeah. is um, like oh. let me, son. When when like you get in a fight, <laughs> yeah. And like that shit I was sitting there like like I'm like oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> like because the music is psychotic and, and it's yeah. meant to be psychotic. It's just riffs of violin riffs and and it's just nuts. It's no, like, it is beautiful, it, but yeah. it, but it, it immerses you so much into Definitely. what's happening. You feel real danger like yes. I'm going to die yeah. by this you know auto gun right now yeah. <laughs> I gotta get out the way you know anything so it, it was awesome yeah it was yeah. a pretty awesome game I mean I you know the thing I, I kind of take issue with I guess is just Elizabeth like we've said is so cool and I kind of wanted to play as her Mm. And, and that bothers that. me a little bit. I and I think that. I mentioned to to you that that I enjoyed Mass Effect because I mean Mass Effect three the ending sucked, but I, I like that you can play as either a male or a female, and you can flip the cover and make it a female. And I mm. thought that was really cool because mm. it made it gender neutral. Because there are girls out wow, there. Wow, I didn't like know that us. you could flip the yeah, cover. Yeah, you can flip the cover, and there's a girl on the back. What? Yeah, which I it's really there are girls that play video games, yes. and for us that is just. That, That's that crazy. I didn't know that. That's dope. so. For me, it was just like I want to play as Elizabeth, you know. Yeah, and you, it, could, you it, can only play as Lara Croft so many. Times. Well, <laughs> yeah. although which the new one was very good, but um, but yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Elizabeth was also more interesting. I mean, yeah, look yeah, at her. definitely. She opened yeah. rifts to other yeah. other worlds, if you will. But other but like times. but like you said, she's kind of just like. A, you know, she has the yeah. vigors and the guns and throws you money and you know, <laughs> right. kind of right. runs around with you. Yeah. And it's it's almost like uh, in Resident Evil 4 where you have the, the president's daughter as your sidekick uh, and she's a pain in the ass. You know, it's just like, well, she wasn't, as, yeah, no, she wasn't a pain in the ass. Let me <laughs> play as Elizabeth, you know. I mean, she was cool and I kind of wanted like a free play mode or something where I could just be Elizabeth because she had crazy powers yeah. Um, I think she's cooler than Booker, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that kind of bothered me a little well, bit. Well, maybe in the next one with the baby Elizabeth that was left at the end. And there's the, still yeah, maybe. and maybe the downloadable content yeah. right, right, right. bring sure. out. So right. you never know. Have Songbird terrorizing people. <laughs> That's I saw that that they were hoping someone would explain Songbird more in a downloadable content. I, I will actually Songbird was very intriguing to me. Yeah. That thing was crazy. Like yeah. it's, it, it, I realized a lot of the stuff that was very intriguing about the game were scary. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, like real life, like if this the, happened, you'd be. Going so. back to that, I, I don't know if I missed it, but what the hell was that thing that was raising the dead that had this? It had a like. Oh, that was her oh. mom, right? No, not her no. mom. No, After you, her mom, oh, you see this thing that has a red. Bleeding? Yeah, and there's this thing that has a red helmet. And when you would when you'd walk up to it, it would signal like it had a oh, signal. Oh, the light. boys! What do they call them? Silent boys or I forgot, yeah. the, like I forgot the dead the army official right? name. But, but what was that thing? But, but like he, he was he would alert basically. Yeah. Like he wouldn't yeah. attack you. He would just if he saw you, he would alert yeah. the dead, and boys, they would come yeah. after you in Comstock's house. Yes. It was they were called boys of silence. Boys of silence. I believe that was the. I'm gonna have name. to Wikipedia it because that was that creeping the, me the hell out. Because I, I didn't finish reading the whole thing, but I think apparently they were soldiers that had actually died in another yes. universe yeah. that were now in this universe, and the reason that they were bleeding was because apparently when you know he gets nosebleeds all the time, like they're lost. It's right, like right, you're right. remembering. Yeah. You're in one universe trying to remember the other, and you can't really do that. So apparently these soldiers were pulled in from another universe, and because of that, they're confused and they bleed, and so, you know. Right. It's know. definitely, it's, really, it, it's yeah. not as scary as the first one from what I remember playing it, but it definitely has its moments where it's creepier than, you know, you, yeah, but anyone out there, I would definitely recommend Bioshock. Yeah. It's definitely one of the best games, like I said before, and now that I've finished it, I still, you know, I want to go back and play it some more because it's, Oh yeah, like it's definitely one of those games you want to play more than once. Yeah, it's just it looks amazing, but you know, again, that was my thing was just like I want to be Elizabeth, you know. Yeah. I kind of want I want to be her instead of um, boring ass Booker. Yeah, 
And I, and I, you know, it annoyed me a little bit that he has to kind of save her from her own fate, which again, sorry, spoilers, but, you know, she'll become this horrible, you know, raining bombs on New York City if he doesn't intervene. Mm. Uh, that's an, annoying to me, too. You know, but I can overlook it because it, it was a cool game. And also, it comes that she has to save him too. Yeah, though. so that's yeah. the thing. You know, yeah. it becomes that at the she very saved end. Saved your ass a lot. During yeah, the and then like oh, I love this. Well, I, I don't want to give any more away. That's, <laughs> yeah, you should, yeah. You anyway, run out of buy it. Go get yeah. it. It's amazing. <laughs> Well, I think um, yeah. I mean, that, that that's was about a good it for discussion. This, yeah, yeah, it's about yeah, it. We for got this. through everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I'd like to thank our guests, Jamie Rigetti and Tatiana King, for coming on this week's thank episode you. of Fan Bros. Thanks a lot for coming by. Can I and, plug? Real yes, quick? you can plug <laughs> any <laughs> announcements you have to play. Um, Tatiana King, also known as self-proclaimed the Grand Duchess of Tech. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Tatiana King. Uh, my website is loveatfirstbite.com. dot com. That's b y t e as in megabyte, gigabyte, all that stuff. Um, and uh, you can listen to me talk about tech, talk about comics, movies, anything you could think of on the sun. That's what I'm about. All righty. And I'm, anything, Yeah, Jamie? I'm Jamie Rigetti on Twitter. Um, Rigetti like the old Yankee pitcher, Dave Rigetti. <laughs> um, and, I mean, if you want to hear me scream about sports and Doctor Who, then by all means, please, <laughs> <laughs> please give me a follow. <laughs> All right. Um, also, I'd like to reiterate our question of the week to the listeners. What comic book made you or or not even comic book, maybe movie, film, TV show made you realize that shit was real and geeked them and it was more than something just for the kids? Anything else? Uh, do we do we really want, do we need to come up with a name for our female listeners or is that, that... I mean that's also an open ended question. You think you could add on the add on the new costume for Power Girl, right? Or yeah. a new somebody, explanation somebody for why she has the boob window. <laughs> Let's all come up with a symbol for yeah. power, poor, poor stupid Power Girl <laughs> as a bonus. If you can come up with a symbol for Power Girl, we give you a hundred dollars. <laughs> right, somebody needs to. So I think that's about it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Fan Bros. Fan Bros. Fan Bros.